Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Bonnie Harvey. Bonnie Harvey is the co-founder of Barefoot Wine, America's number one wine brand. She is a New York Times best-selling business co-author of her book, The Barefoot Spirit. She is a thought leader in entrepreneurship, speaker, blogger, writer, and consultant. Bonnie has a passion for helping young entrepreneurs choose the right path. With her varied hard knocks experience, she offers practical solutions for all aspects of starting a business. She loves showing others how to avoid painful and costly mistakes and directing them toward profitability. Women of the world, Miss Bonnie Harvey, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction, Marie Grace. Thank you, and our listeners, I'm sure, are excited as well as me, uh, like me, with um, with you being on our show today. So thank you so much. Now, Bonnie, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business that you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about, but feel free to comment anytime. But these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. There might be people out there who wants to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? We started Barefoot Wines kind of on a fluke, and that was started in 1985. It was started due to an opportunity that was presented to us. I had a client that wasn't paid for his grapes, and we were able to negotiate with the winery to receive bottling services and bulk wine. So instead of following my passion, because I knew nothing about wine, I followed my opportunity passionately and took over the business of producing the wine and selling the wine. I paid my client back and it was quite an exciting adventure. We started uh, looking for a niche, a place where there was room on the shelf for a new product and we found one in Lucky's where we received some excellent advice. We were told that what was the female shopper was the primary shopper in the stores for wine, in the chain stores in California, and they were looking for a dependable, everyday drinking wine um, that was affordable. And that was the niche that was available to us, and that the opportunity was uh, the funds that were owed to my client, the grower, and we put them together and worked like crazy for 20 years and sold the business. And from there, we went on to write a best New York Times best-selling book, The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart Built America's Number One Wine Brand. And that's basically um, my story. And since then, since the book came out in May of last year, in 2013, 
My partner, Michael Houlihan, and I have been traveling to universities and uh, talking with students of entrepreneurship and also talking at various conventions and organizations of people that are business owners and that are entre entrepreneurs that are starting their own businesses and sharing some of our experiences, sharing our guiding principles for success and uh, loving it. So Barefoot Wine came from an opportunity that you took so passionately. Wow, that is brilliant. And thank you for sharing that story uh, that you've just uh, mentioned. And so your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry. And that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. It was discouraging at times, um, not knowing what we were getting into and trying to learn about a new business, but what really kept us going was the constant feedback that we got from our tasters, um, from our community. We worked with nonprofits and community fundraisers, and we would go to a lot of events and people would be tasting our product and looking at our bottles and they'd pick up the bottle with that cute foot on it and they'd hold it close and they'd say, I just love this foot. I'd say, well, try the wine. They'd try the wine. They'd say, oh, it's excellent and it has such a good price. So getting that kind of feedback really is what kept us going. Now, it was difficult because the buyers on the retail side were all male and the major consumers and uh, the purchasers in the in the supermarkets where a product was sold were female. So there was a bit of a challenge there, but um, over time we were able to convince the male buyers that their female uh, customers wanted the product and loved it by bringing more business into the stores from the community through worthy cause marketing and through fundraisers in the communities around uh, the retail stores where our product was available. Yeah, I certainly resonate with your vision there to uh, getting those positive feedback from customers because that really drives you every day in your business when you when you know that your customers are satisfied or happy with your product out there. So thank you for sharing your vision uh, yes. with our listeners. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners your three personal qualities that help you to become a successful entrepreneur? Yes, that's a great question. Um, I would say uh, it's tenacity. I really kept at it. I, I had a positive attitude. I believed in the product and in the success, uh, ultimately, of the product. And another thing that, another quality that really helped me become a successful entrepreneur was our hospitality. When we were building the Barefoot brand, we never had a vineyard or a winery or a tasting room. But what we had was a lovely home that we could bring people into and we could entertain them. We could show them around. We always uh, lived in a, a location where we had beautiful outdoors where we could take a walk. And we could um, do this without talking about business. So our buyers or distributors and their salespeople or retailers and some of their top managers would come to visit us and we could give them an experience that was not about the industry and frankly they had seen enough wineries and vineyards and tasting rooms and they wanted something a little different. 
So the hospitality that we were able to give them here in our home was very personable. We were able to greet them on a one-to-one -one basis and make them feel comfortable and relaxed and give them a unique experience. And they, in turn, appreciated what we were offering in our product and, and it allowed us to uh, be successful. Love those qualities that you've just shared and tenacity, I totally totally to echo with that one you know this the ability to not quit when for when you know faced with certain situations so that's huge for our listeners as well and the passive attitude as well as well as the being hospital the hospitality giving your providing that unique experience for your customers that's really huge especially for our listeners out there with businesses offline businesses as well so thank you for sharing that and uh, you guys are situated in the Napa area right in Northern California, yes, we're between Napa and the Pacific Ocean in Sonoma County. Oh, it's Sonoma. Wow, I, 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 I live in the Berkeley area and we used to go down there in Napa for wine tasting and for, for sun and yeah, for beer. So I'm definitely going to be, when I go to, to Berkeley again, because I'm in San Diego at the moment, we're definitely going to be visiting your um, winery there. Excellent. I still don't have a winery here. Never did, <laughs> not a facility. And um, we sold our label and our product in uh, 2005. So we are on to bigger and better things, into being a, uh, a co-author and to being a speaker. However, when you come to visit, I would love to extend my hospitality to you and have you come to my home and I'll show you around, show you a good time. Wow, that's an honor. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, so where for our listeners, where, where can they buy your, um, are you still producing the wines? No, we sold our business in 2005. The oh, wine okay. today is the number one wine brand in America, and it's actually the number one wine brand in a bottle um, in the entire world. So oh, okay. it's, it's a very popular product. Awesome, awesome. So somebody's managing that business um, at yes, the moment. Yes, and they can buy my product now, which is my book, The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart Built America's Number One Wine Brand. They can buy it online at oh. any of the book purveyors online. Okay, so you have the, the book and then the, your consulting services, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. Awesome. So let's talk about what, what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, I think that I had some of the same challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs have, which is a lack of money getting started and a lack of experience in the industry. And um, what I found is by having a lack of money and a lack of experiences, it was very important for me to take inventory of my assets that I did have, which was the experiences I've had the, the uh, facility that I had available to me, the people that I knew uh, in the industry that I could rely on to answer questions and give me advice, 
um, another asset to taking uh, inventory of my assets. Two of them were my family, my mother and my nephew, both of whom came to live with us and helped us get started. Um, also, the lack of money and lack of experience that we had starting Barefoot Wines actually turned out to be an asset for me. And if you, when you read the book, you'll you'll be very uh, clear about how that is. But that allowed us to look at the industry with fresh eyes, and we saw opportunities like the everyday drinking wine, um, the five dollar bottle of wine that. Uh, the female shopper didn't have access to before Barefoot was produced. We saw an opportunity that because we were lacking experience, we went out and asked a bunch of questions and we discovered the lack of money caused us to look at other directions for advertising. When we were looking how to get the word out, looking for a way to get the word out about our product, we found that by donating to community fundraisers and nonprofits, we were able to reach a greater number of people within that group and show them what we had to offer, show them how it was that we were helping their community and their cause, which gave them a social reason to buy our product. So it ended up to be a much better relationship that we were able to build on a one-to-one -one basis by meeting people face-to-face -face in the community and sharing their goals of uh, the cause uh, for the fundraiser. And by doing this, we were able to get the word out about our product without paying for advertising, which we couldn't do because we didn't have the funds to do so. Barefoot was so successful in working with nonprofits and community fundraisers that we continued to do that as we were growing and we did that throughout the United States. And um, even when we started making profits and could afford to pay for advertising, we chose not to. We chose to continue working with the community and reaching out to people on a one-to-one -one basis where we're able to actually meet with our end consumer and listen to what they say. And, and get their feedback and use it in our own uh, product, in our own company. And I'm very happy to say that Barefoot Wines has continued to do that. They uh, still do not pay for advertising. They still do nonprofits and fundraisers within all the areas throughout the world where the product is sold. And to be the number one wine brand in the nation and not have paid advertising I think working with nonprofits has really turned out to be a, a great example of what you can do when you don't have the funds to advertise. It's a great inspiration to see that it really works. Wow, those so those challenges that you have early on, you manage them or you resolve it by, by being resourceful enough, like for example, doing fundraising and reaching out to people. So, for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is that those challenges turn them into opportunities and find solutions for them. Uh, for you, for our listeners who are just starting out, or especially for those who are just starting out, you have to be resourceful and uh, find ways and means to overcome these challenges because there are going to be challenges uh, in building a business or in managing a business. There are going to be challenges every day. So it's it's how resourceful we are and to be able to manage those. So thank you for sharing those to for our listeners today. Now, I yes. would like us to touch on your, uh, your book, The Barefoot Spirit. 
can you share our listeners what one benefit they can get uh, in your book and in your consulting service? The book is really about uh, the guiding principles that we used for success. And the, the book is written in story form, so it's very easy to read, but each story has several major lessons in it about the challenges that we faced and how we overcame them. And we certainly did mis make mistakes along the way, um, as any entrepreneur, any small business owner or large business owner will make. But we learned how to make the mistakes right, we say, W-R-I-T-E, how to write things down, what has to be changed when there's a mistake made, a policy, a procedure, a checklist, a, a clause in the contract. And as you go through the book, you'll see how we made mistakes right. And uh, one of the other takeaways from the book having to do with making mistakes as well is allowing the people to in your staff to be innovative, to be resourceful, to be creative. And in the process of doing that, whether it's a business owner or their staff, you will make mistakes. So we would encourage people to be creative. And when there was a mistake made, if you can write it down, and change uh, the procedure, then that mistake won't be made again. But without being creative and stepping out there and doing something new, you're not going to be innovative. And that's what entrepreneurs are, is they're innovative. So be brave, get out there and make the mistakes and, and learn from them. And you certainly see that we made plenty of them in our book, but in the long run, we were extremely successful. So it's, it's, uh, it's more about the tenacity, positive attitude, hospitality, and resourcefulness that it takes to be successful in any business. And that's what you'll find in the book, The Barefoot Spirit. Awesome, awesome. And this is like a collection of years of experience as a business owner. So where can our listeners get this book? Are, is it available on the stores or on online and Amazon? Where, where's the best way that they can get this can book? Go to Amazon online or Barnes & Noble online. That's the best way to get it. Awesome, awesome. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice to other entrepreneurs. You know, as entrepreneur, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, and you've also shared this with your book as well. But I'd love for you to boil them down into your top three tips that our listeners can take away from and that they can take action on today. Okay, very good. Well, back to the idea of mistakes. So, when these mistakes are being made, you need to make them in a small place. When you're starting a business, if you plan on staying small until you've made all the, the mistakes that you can within your own territory, within a small area where you can actually reach out and talk to the people and take, uh, take action and to improve your business and you learn all the procedures and the different people and, and organizations that you need to work with, you make them in a small place before you take the show on the road. That's, that's one um, bit of advice I'd, I'd like to offer. Another one, ask a lot of questions and ask for help. Uh, that was a very big factor in our success. You talk to people that are successful, you ask them questions and you ask for their help, you'll be surprised how much good advice you will get and how many people are out there looking to work with you. So you want to be looking for your strategic partners. 
You want to be looking for people and organizations that will benefit when you benefit. For instance, we had a, a glass company that supplied us with the glass for our bottlings and corks and foils. And as we grew, we would be ordering more of their product. So that was good for them. That was a strategic partner. So were the nonprofits that we worked with, strategic partners. The other piece of advice that I would like to give is put yourself in the other guy's shoes. Really understand what each person that touches your service or product is concerned about. What are their needs? Right down to your end users. Uh, for us, they were interested in, in improving their community and their fundraisers, which you might say had nothing to do with wine, but because we put ourselves in the other guy's shoes for the end user, we supported the community, we supported the fundraisers, and um, this is a way to really build relationships in your business. Put yourself in the other guy's shoes. Find out what your distributor needs to make his job easier and how he can be more effective. Find out what everyone on your staff is interested in and help them to achieve that. They want uh, more respect, they want time off, they want to be appreciated for what it is they're contributing. So by doing this, putting yourself in the other guy's shoes, you're building good relationships, you're building a more productive team, and you're going to be more successful faster. Huge takeaways there for our listeners with, with the tips that you've just shared. So thank you so much for being generous in sharing those. Now. What, uh, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business that you can share our listeners with? Well, that's an excellent question. And not only with the building of Barefoot, but also with the sales of the Barefoot Spirit, our book, and also with our consulting. Um, what we've done is we've looked for strategic alliances. We've looked for who will benefit when we benefit, and that is my business resource that has been the most useful. When we're talking um, at conventions, the convention that worked best for us was called USASPI. It's the United States Association of Small Business and Entrepreneurs. They had a convention, uh, and the attendees were the professors at universities of entrepreneurship. When we spoke with them, we were speaking to a group of 300 professors uh, at universities, which enabled us to get around to all of those inter inter uh, universities because we were meeting all of these people in one place. So this is a strategic alliance. So that is what really prompted us to get speaking engagements during this past year at um, about 15 different universities. So they benefited by having an experienced and successful entrepreneur speak to their students. And we uh, benefited because we were um, giving them our book to help their students in their classrooms to share the knowledge that we've learned. And so it worked out best for everybody. That's always the way you want to go. Look for your strategic alliances. Yes, I can uh, I can say you know, more than enough of what we just what you've said, and it's really important to have these strategic alliances, this this network of people that you can work with and that can both benefits on each side. So, 
one uh, more question uh, in term, uh, in re related to that one. No, I know uh, you. We have your book, The Barefoot Spirit, um, as as a resource also. But what other book that you could recommend our listeners that can help them grow personally and professionally? When we started, or actually a few years before we started Barefoot Sellers, uh, we'd read a book called Think and Grow Rich. That was written by Napoleon Hill, and he first wrote that, and it was published in 1937. The principles that he talks about in that book are still applicable today. He tells stories. He interviewed these people, and he told their stories in the book. He interviewed Dale Carnegie, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, uh, and he found out what made them successful, how they went about it, what were their qualities, and it enabled us to have our eyes open to opportunities and to resources, just as these very famous and successful people had done. And it, it's a wonderful way to learn more about business and what it takes to be successful. That's Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Love that book as well. And uh, for our listeners out there, you have to grab that book, Think and Grow Rich. is a staple um, for me as an entrepreneur. So love that book. Go get that. And plus uh, add the Barefoot, Sp Barefoot Spirit book that uh, Bonnie Harvey has. And you have a full arsenal of uh, resources out there. So thank you for sharing that. Now, what's one favorite success principle that has guided you to success and that which you can leave our listeners with today? Be a part of your community. Be a contributing part of your community. Be involved with uh, improving your community, with supporting the parks, with supporting the fundraisers, with um, attending and... Um, we'll, we'll start back a little bit here. Okay, no problem. Go to the farmer's market, buy your, your products from local farmers, uh, and understand what their needs are, what their goals are, and um, do what you can to support them using your, your company, your service, your product in the best way that it fits into the community and the goals of your community. Awesome. I love that. Be a contributing part of your community because you know what? At the end of the day, it is what when we are making a difference in our community that matters. So thank you for sharing that one. Now, Bonnie, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you've done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a card on card, but can it be someone you admire and look up to? Well, superheroes are always leaders. Sometimes they're leaders because of an opportunity and not because they really choose to be in that place. Well, somebody that I see who's highly influential role model today is Michelle Obama. And I admire what she's doing. She is showing people that, she, first of all, she's very approachable. And you want your superhero to be approachable, right? Yes. Of course, she talks about health, about growing vegetables in, uh, on her property and how we can all follow suit. 
um, and she's working with the community, how she can be just like the person next door and also greet dignitaries from around the world. She's a very gracious, uh, hospitable person and um, she is showing us all a better way of living by example. And that is the best that any of us can do is show people how they can live better by our own examples. Love that and love what she's doing. I mean, Michelle Obama is really doing a great job in her health campaigns out there, which I'm really uh, glad and, and happy that he, she's doing that because she's really an inspiration and a role model to many. So thank you for sharing that. Now, last but not the least, share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how we grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today. Michael and I write blogs weekly and we post them on the site thebarefootspirit.com, T-H-E, thebarefootspirit.com. And they're business blogs, about 600 words each. And they're about what we're doing, um, about supporting the community. They're a lot about bus business, how to start a business, how to uh, grow a business. They're a lot about the different organizations and universities that we speak at and what they're doing and how they've influenced us. And um, it's a great resource site for anybody that wants to learn more about business. It also talks, uh, it has profiles about me and Michael and it tells you more about what we're, uh, what we've experienced, what our backgrounds are and it has a preview of the book if you want to sign up. You can sign up for the blogs on the RSS feed and get them on a weekly basis right into your emails. So this is all free material there. It's no charge to you. We don't use the emails that you give us for any other purpose and um, I think you'll find it all very interesting as well as educational. Awesome, awesome and the link again is thebarefootspirit.com so I invite our listeners, today's Leading Women listeners to go there and sign up for the weekly newsletter and get those business tips that help you grow your business even more. So thank you for sharing that and by the way for all these uh, fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com. Just type in the name Bonnie Harvey on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there who are driving while you are listening to this, don't worry, I'm going to have the, the links on the show notes as well. But for those of you who are able to write that link, the link again is thebarefootspirit.com. Now, Bonnie, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Well, thank you so much, Marie Grace. It has definitely been my pleasure to share my story with you and your listeners. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now.
Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.